The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome to one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com, J A S O N Q U A L L S, CFP.com. If you want to be a part of the show, questions, comments, just saying what's up. Go to financialcoachingradio.com, click email the show or any of the social media links there. Let's talk about investment performance. There are actually four ways to get it. What is your investment return? Seems like a simple question. There are different ways to calculate your investment return. There are simple return, time-weighted return, money-weighted return, internal rate of return. I feel like I'm back in a personal or an investment class at MTSU. <laughs> Each method was created to measure a particular aspect of an investment's performance. You might assume they're all closely related. After all, there are all ways to calculate investment return, <laughs> but they are not that closely related. At least some of them aren't. We'll go over each kind of return here. Let's talk about simple returns, what it measures. A simple return is your portfolio's total Gain divided by net contributions. This is the most common way math people use math to actually calculate their return. I see this a lot. You know, the the sad part about uh, the investing world today, at least from an independent advisor's perspective, I don't think clients are given their investment performance uh, as they the information as they should. And I think this is because there's so many different ways to calculate performance. So, for example, if you know, Fidelity on their website, if you have an account with them, they calculate it one way. And maybe you use a different system or a different app and they calculate it a different way. You're going to have two different numbers for your investment performance. So, simple return. This kind of return is often the most misleading. Simple return weights all deposits and withdrawals equally, dating back to whenever you open the account. As a result, a large contribution can massively reduce the return of an account or mask the losses in the account. So we really don't want to look at simple return, even though it is the quickest, is the simplest way to calculate it. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, Man, I don't want to calculate my own investment return. And I don't either. There should be more systems out there giving us this opportunity. But it doesn't seem like there are any uh, uh, very viable options from a simplistic fashion. What about time-weighted return? Time-weighted return compounds your account's daily returns from the time it was initially funded up until the present day. It doesn't factor in the timing of any deposits or withdrawals. When should you use time-weighted return? 
Uh, Time-weighted return for most is the right way to evaluate an investment manager because it represents a true reflection of how your money has been managed rather than how your contributions and withdrawals have affected your performance. An investment manager usually won't have control over when you deposit or withdraw cash, so it makes sense to use this measure that doesn't account for those contributions or withdrawals. So are we leaning towards time-weighted return being the best way to evaluate performance, maybe? What about money-weighted return? It compounds your daily returns and weights them according to the amount of money that was invested each day. Said another way, it's the rate of return that will cause the net present value of your portfolio's cash flows and terminal value to equal the value of your... See, that's where we're getting to way over things we can articulate properly on the air. Uh, when should you use money-weighted returns? A good way. It isn't a good way to compare two investment managers unless you made identical deposits and withdrawals to, to, the, account, to the accounts. What about internal rate of return? Internal rate of return uh, is if your account has been managed for six months and it has a money-weighted return of 3.92%, your internal rate of return would be 8%, slightly more than double because of the money weighted return because of the compounding. When should you use internal rate of return? It's most often used to evaluate private equity funds because they have many deposits and withdrawals, all of which are under control of the fund manager. The internal rate of return can be an effective way to compare investment managers, but only over very long periods of time. Many people are surprised to learn they're surprised to learn that one method of calculating return can lead to a positive outcome when an alternative approach can lead to a negative outcome. This is usually caused by the impact of fluctuating markets on cash flows and outflows. Let's say you initially deposit $10,000 into your account and it doubles in one month. Then you deposit $100,000 and the market drops 25% the following month. Your time-weighted return would be plus 50%. Your money-weighted return would be negative 31%. Your internal rate of return would be 89%. In this example, your investment manager invested well, but you timed the market poorly. Using money-weighted return would unfairly make the investment manager look as though he performed badly when the return was influenced most by your untimely deposits. So you got to use the right rate of return calculation for the job. So in simple terms, simple return calculation, don't use it. Time-weighted return, use it to track the performance of an investment manager when you, not the manager, control contributions and withdrawals from the account. So unless you're out there investing in hedge funds, which who would do that? Their performance is terrible usually. <laughs> compared to just basic uh, simple index funds. And most most fund managers of any sort have trouble beating the S&P 500, right? So if you're the one, you have control over when you put money in, you have control over when you take money out, and know whether you're doing it regularly, systematically, or just haphazardly, you need to be using time-weighted return calculation to track your performance. When should you use money-weighted return? to evaluate how your portfolio has performed relative to your long-term goals. Use internal rate of return to track performance of an investment manager when the manager controls contributions and withdrawals. So 
We're going to lean towards time-weighted return, and that's going to be the best way to calculate it. And hopefully, and I think there's some nuances to other calculation methods too. The bottom line is, you know, if it stinks, you're like, hey, man, market was up 100% and then fell 25%. I know that over the two-month period, if they up 100% in July, down 25% in August, going for the next two months looking forward, you know there's a positive return there. Is there any calculation that says it's negative? No, no matter what your deposit. Now, you'd have, a, you'd have a loss, right, probably, as far as a dollar loss. Because that example was a great one. You put in 10000 bucks, market goes up $100,000. I'm not sorry, 100%. Now you have 20000 Then you add another $100,000, and the market drops by 25%. So you had $120,000, but it went down by, let's see, what would that end up being from a dollar standpoint? 120 times 75%. So you only have $90,000 knowing you put in 110 so you have a loss but performance numbers that's where it's misleading right i like to say right, what'd you put in what you got i know that's more on the simple i like the the, the i like the analytics of the simple return method and the time weighted because at the end of the day you can't coax yourself into believe <laughs> i put in 110,000 and i got 90,000 that you're going to convince someone that their true performance is positive bad timing impacts performance and it has to be reflected so ask the tough questions better yet making sure you're getting the right information garbage in garbage out making sure you're working with the right type of advisor most financial people are sales folks they want to sell you their product of the week their product of the month their product of the year they all pitch high cost actively manage mutual funds they don't do holistic comprehensive planning know who you're working with know if they're independent know if they're fee only and make sure they have the top credential in the biz certified financial planner go to jason qualls cfp.com for more all right got a good stuff got a good show lined up for you today keep it locked in we're going to talk about free britney what's hashtag free britney how is that case impacting the estate planning discussion. That and more is on the way right here on Financial Coaching Radio. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners. If you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonqualls.cfp.com or call 
888-253-2134 today. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. Seems like it. We're all tired. It's devolving into Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Brew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Row. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. It's a stereo. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. You can only get that on the Wake Up Crew, right? Yes. <laughs> no one else is talking about it at all. Here on News Radio WGNS. Coaching Radio is with you every Monday through Friday, 4 o'clock, right here on WGNS Online, anytime at financialcoachingradio.com and financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Let's talk about free Brittany. And I don't keep up with a lot of news, and I certainly, this is just, I don't know. I've become very, very, uh, what is the term? Uh, pessimistic, non-optimistic uh, about the the fact level of most news articles. I know the truth is out there. I just don't like digging for it. So I haven't really kept up with the situation, but can you believe the Britney Spears conservatorship drama has been playing out since 2008? Poor girl or poor parents, I'm not sure. Maybe poor both. But you're an adult or you have an adult child and you're trying to figure out whether it's a couple hundred thousand dollars or several million, like Brittany probably has, which she doesn't have. <laughs> her parents have control over her. Her dad does, I think. It's been going on for 12 years. You can't sort this thing out in 12 years. Anyway. Uh, Britney's heavily publicized erratic behavior led her father to petition the court to establish control over both her personal and financial decisions. And that's nuts, right? You can have, now this could be a state thing, don't know. I'm not some legal expert here. You can get control over someone's personal decisions because they act a little cray cray? Man, we could do that for several people, right? The pop star's personal and emotional plea in court on Wednesday to have her life back has reignited the free, hashtag free Britney movement with crowds gathering in her support outside the courthouse. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who, or have you been there? <laughs> I'm sure whether you're on, you're on a side, probably most people would say, give the girl her dang personal life and her money back. She earned it, but... Nonetheless, are you going to show up at the courthouse with the sign over a pop star? Do you really have nothing better to do? Is that all that your life is requiring? You have all this time on your hands. You're like, you know what? I'm going to get up tomorrow and I'm going to go down to the courthouse and show my support for Britney Spears or any pop star or any just celebrity. Man, I just don't. Maybe I do have that kind of time. I don't. I certainly don't want to devote my time to, to that. It's a complete stranger, nonetheless. If you knew her, then go support her. You want to support, share your support online, but you're going to physically take time out of your per, your personal life for someone you don't know. I just find that comical. Maybe that's just me. Oh, the word I was looking for earlier is cynical. I've become very cynical of the news, so I'm sure I sound very cynical. 
Unfortunately, the decision to remove her conservatorship isn't as simple as it may seem. And this very public case sheds light on the crossroads of wealth management, mental health, substance abuse, and the legal system. The court needs to be able to balance potential abuse of the system and protecting individuals who truly need such safeguards in place. This is from wealthmanagement.com. Who qualifies for a conservatorship? A conservatorship is typically created in situations where an adult has been deemed incapacitated to handle their own personal and or financial affairs. Think when you get old and you can't make personal and you, you got some dementia and you can't make your personal and financial decisions. So you stay and, you, and the person that's getting old with dementia or something else, maybe there was an accident, maybe there's a, a, a disease or a medical issue, whatever the case. It's because the person, you had to get a conservatorship through the court process because the person probably didn't do their, set up their estate plan properly. So it's kind of a, you know, a forced thing. Because if you had set up your estate plan properly, you may have had a trust or your assets in a trust, naming a trustee to run your financial affairs, and or you had a power of attorney. Brittany's potential mental health and substance abuse issues at the time might have justified her father's wish to oversee her life and shield her from any exploitation, despite many seeing it as money-driven and display a possible family discord. Her recent remarks in court, however, raised more questions than answers at the first bombshell revelation that a 39-year-old woman isn't allowed to remove oh my Lord, isn't allowed to remove her IUD birth control. Uh, while, as she reported, numerous times being competent enough to continue successfully performing and having so many people on her payroll, that just seems outrageous. Really? Really? She doesn't even get to make that decision. However, the plot thickens. For example, her statement, I can't believe she's 39. Man, when did Brittany get old? How did Brittany get so dang old? 39. However, the plot thickens. For example, her statement that she previously wasn't aware that she's legally able to petition to end her conservatorship raises some serious red flags and questions about her mental well-being. Maybe she, you know, most people aren't up to, to speed on legal things. Some, some it's could be mental health. It could just be ignorance. Who are we to make a judgment on that? Because details of her mental state and any underlying substance abuse issue, issues that led to a conservatorship being put in place remain scarce. Other questions also run, run abound. Did she indeed fear the public scrutiny and drama that would unfold had she tried to fight her conservatorship earlier, potentially negatively impacting her future and career? Though we can't know what was discussed between her and her attorney, the California Probate Code provides a clear path for terminating a conservatorship, and nowhere in the statute is there a requirement that a psychiatric valuation is a precondition of termination. Will Brittany get her way? Will she get out of this? Will Brittany be free? It's certainly possible that circumstances surrounding Brittany's case have changed. 12 years? Surely. Is she, is she got a few screws loose? Yes. Is she probably doing some things she shouldn't be? Absolutely. Anyone probably at the age of late 20s to mid-30s, yes. Just doing a lot more zeros on the end. But the girl's almost 40. Like, 
Who are you to say how what she can do? This is America, right? She wants to blow all her money on whatever. As long as she's not hurting anyone else, let her have at it. This may very well be be a case of changed circumstances requiring modification. It is clear that Miss Spears' statement had an impact on the court and certainly set wheels in motion for asking the very important question of whether or not the conservatorship should be terminated. On a broader scale, this conservatorship has the potential to create a very important precedent with regard to younger adults who may need to be temporarily conserved on the account of mental health, even if chronic may not justify a lifelong uber-restricted conservatorship. The road to determination still may be long and not guaranteed. While Britney Spears' statement suggests that her father's role as financial conservative it's, is itself detrimental in causing her grave mental distress, that does not mean that a judge would find that the conservatorship itself should be terminated. One factor that the court may consider that weighs against Britney Spears is that someone of her age is not incapacitated with a long-term boyfriend and family members trying to help her would have been able to access information about the conservatorship and figure out that she could petition to terminate the conservatorship. One likely possibility is the judge continues a conservatorship but brings in new people, finding out finding that Brittany, if Brittany needs a conservatorship, the current setup is clearly toxic. Now, I think that would probably appease both sides, right? Give her a conservatorship. Give Brittany control over her personal life decisions, like birth control. Good God, it probably there's probably more crazy stuff that wealth management was just too tasteful to get into. And you want to bring in a new conservator? Don't make it daddy, right? That has to be weird, daddy, and whoever else is in control of your personal and financial life. I'm basically on all your decisions. It's got to be someone else. I think the court's going to end up appointing someone different. I think that's what they should do. Or just like I said earlier, just because you're crazy doesn't does, does that really mean you can't have your own money? Like how crazy can you have to be where you can't even use your own money? Because there's a lot of crazy people out there. There's a lot of crazy people you know. There's a lot of crazy people I know, and we all act crazy at times or have. Does that mean that our personal and financial decisions should be taking a, taken away from us for a long period of time or even forever and put in charge by our we both know yeah there's some caring there they want to make sure that her well-being is is all right but a lot of it was i believe daddy maybe other family members wanted to protect their financial interests. They didn't want her to squander it all, lose it all, burn her reputation to the ground when they had to go back and get a regular job. It's usually always about money, and that is sad. Now, this is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. Jason Qualls, CFP.com for all about me. Back right after this. Giddy up. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com or call them at 
1-800-227-1072 today. Do you have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement, and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. We can do just about anything on the internet today. We can get medical advice buy investments. We can even get a will for about $15. I know how enticing cheap and easy can sound, but when you leave loved ones behind, a $15 will bought online may not cut it. As a certified financial planner, I strongly recommend that you use an estate planning attorney. Call estate planning attorney John Baker today at 896-5621 or go to his website, bakercouncil.com, so you don't make a $15 decision that could cost your family thousands of dollars. Welcome back to the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell, not peddling any live event tickets. Going to put every family member I know and push their book as well. No hidden agenda. I'll leave that to the other shows. That's what most of them have. They're all trying to get you to buy into their agenda, buy their product, hire them. It's not what we do on Financial Coaching Radio. Any me and my sponsors, we'd be honored to have your business. Would appreciate it very much. But that's not why we do the show. We do the show because we want you to have some valuable information. And hopefully we can provide that to you. Valuable, not just valuable information. Information that doesn't come with a secret doorway to something else. And I'm not trying to get you to, to get you in to sell you an annuity. or just, no. no, not trying to do any of that. Or a book. Had even written a book. Probably will never write a book because I've said not here to sell you books. Because how would I sell the book <laughs> now? Just kidding. Hashtag free Britney. That was interesting. Poor girl. What what is the moral of that story? How can we relate it to us? You know, it's kind. Of, it's not a great segue into estate planning, but it is. If you don't want others making financial and medical and personal decisions for you, you need to create legal documents and have a plan in place so the court doesn't step in and do it for you. If you don't want a court to name the guardians of your minor children, and I know what you're thinking, oh, my mother will do it. You need to have a will, a power of attorney, a medical health care directive. Maybe even some type of trust document. It all depends on your unique situation. But if you don't want some stranger in a black robe or some other person in your circle that you may or may not trust or like or agree with making decisions for you for whatever motive they have, get an estate plan. If you, if, I'm serious. That's all that it is. And it's not going to protect you from everything. You can still go nuts and apparently people could step in and take over your life for a long, long time. But at least it will give you some type of leg to stand on if you do this ahead of time. So wills, powers of attorney, um, health care directive, 
see an estate planning attorney. BakerCouncil.com is John Baker's website. He's who we talk with and discuss estate planning with on this show. BakerCouncil.com. What else we got lined up? Let's talk about... Now, something we haven't discussed in a while is what do you do about your social media, your, your electronic stuff in your estate plan? I think most estate planning attorneys are putting some type of language in there about those types of issues. So here's the bottom line about any account that you have, especially electronic accounts. If you die or you become incapacitated, then somebody's going to access your stuff. And I know it kind of, you got to have a way to store these username and passwords for all of your stuff and have a way to um, get that down to the people who need it if there is a medical or uh, death issue. The problem with it is, is passwords are always changing. So you got to consider making sure you have everything covered in your estate plan. And I'm not one of these people that recommends a trust for everyone. No, I, th- I think getting something is better than nothing. Almost, isn't that true in almost everything? Doing something, doing 10 setups a day is better than doing no setups a day. Doing one setup per day is better than doing none, right? Not much better, but it's still better. If you do something, your estate plan is never going to be perfect. You're not going to cover every single angle. But if you have minor children, you have a will, and you say, this all goes to so-and-so, my children, my mother, my daddy, my brother, my sister, and here's who's going to be the guardian of my children if I pass away too soon. Here's who I want to make medical and financial decisions for me if I cannot. And you name that ahead of time. It's never going to be perfect, but at least it's something. And But going back to the trust thing, I, I believe simple is, is better don't overcomplicate things. You don't have to have everything perfect. What, could everyone benefit from having a, a revocable living trust? Yeah, probably. If it was free, if it didn't take so much hassle to set up, if it didn't take so much hassle to manage. But there is a point where your net worth and your asset base and your, your, your list of assets will dictate that a trust is more beneficial and outweighs all of the complexities you get that come along with it. Who can guide you down that process? Well, your individual, independent, the only certified financial planner, along with working with your estate planner. All right, check us out online, jasonqualscfp.com, jasonqualscfp.com. We're back right after this. Keep it locked in right here on WGNS, and we'll wrap up the show. If you got a question, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THW CPAs at 848 1072. That's 848 1072 or online at THWCPA.com. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. 
I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Welcome back into the show. Crazy times we're living in, right? Got cryptocurrency. Everybody thought that was the next get-rich-quick scheme, and bottom fell out of that. <laughs> Who knows for the time you're here in the show if it's still the case. You got can't you can't buy uh, it, lumber anymore unless you're going to just give up a kidney, and it made everything more expensive. You, you know, used cars can't find one that's written. You know, used cars now more expensive than some new cars. It's ridiculous crazy crazy times and a lot of this is people have seized the opportunity a lot of it is supply and demand uh, but thankfully compared to one year ago and i think that we forget how bad things were now, i don't mean this you know, like the world's coming to an end but just like how different our lives were we're, we're very what's we're, we're very quick to forget and, and not remember the past and not appreciate what we've been through and appreciate hard times and hard work to avoid things in the future. And that leaves us susceptible to repeat them again. You want to avoid financial mistakes? Work with the right team of advisors. Listen to the show anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. Click archives, long list of shows right there on the website. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. I'm at Jason Qualls cfp.com i'm out of here for today keep it locked in on wgns though there's always local talk right here on this network the only place for it we'll be back at you tomorrow see you tomorrow